Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hoot Chronicles. I'm Carla and that's Lauren. Hi! So we will be sharing our thoughts and perceptions on the materials we've read for the episode. And just to be clear, we will not be reading a book on the podcast. We will discuss what we thought about the book or the article we read and potentially we'll quote some sections. Um, our book for this month is called Positive Parenting for Autism by Victoria Boone. And Lauren has the floor. Hi, guys. Um, I chose this book this week, so I'm going to be talking a little bit about it. Um, the title of the book, so it's a longer title than just Positive Parenting for Autism. That's kind of the main title. And then it says Powerful Strategies to Help Your Child Overcome Challenges and Thrive. Um, and I thought it, it's quite nice. Carla spoke a little bit last time about our author. So it'd be quite good to introduce a little bit about them. Because we, the more we know about their experience, the more likely we are to read their books and sort of, you know, engage with what they're trying to tell us. So Victoria Boone is a BCBA, a board certified behavior analyst. If you listen to our previous um, podcast episode, um, Chirping with ABARs on consultants and supervisors, that will also make clearer to you what that um, qualification is. Um, but she's a BCBA and she works um, with special needs children, okay, mainly autism, ADHD, but also intellectual disabilities and a few more. Um, she has a background in psychology and art, um, which is really cool because I also have a bit of a background in psychology and a little bit of art um, and is currently finishing her clinical psychology doctorate. So it, also we see that she's more well-rounded in terms of a practitioner. It's not just behavior analysis. Um, she's also founded the Hamilton Center for Mental and Behavioral Health Services in California. So she's got a lot of experience. She seems a very bright and colorful person. Her book is very colorful, the cover. So I think you get a little bit of the sense of her from um, the cover of her book. You know, I did look her up when you said you were going to do this book. And she's so young. Mm. You know, she. I think it's 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 quite interesting that... She's so accomplished for someone so young. Exactly. And um, yeah, she looks like she just looks like a really kind, nice person from her photo also in the book. Um, so, yeah, I think she's a, she's a, she's a great person to to follow in terms of um, her experience and her vivaciousness. Um, so just a quick um, summary of what the top uh, what the topic is, is this giving parents strategies for, Sorry, giving parents strategies for parenting their kids using positive strategies and ABA principles. So it's about empowering parents to feel more in control by using the strategies she suggests. And they are all based on behavior analysis or applied behavior analysis. So they're all behavioral. Um, and I think it's, I liked a lot of the content, which I'll talk about a bit later, but I think it is mainly sort of targeted for parents and guardians or carers of children or young people with ASD, um, but also people who might work in um, sort of homes or institutions or residential places that have children with ASD, because because it's a home-based environment, I think also can be helpful for those people. So I think that is the audience that the book is targeted at. Um, and then just a brief summary of the content. So. The book is divided into different chapters, which are really helpful, um, and it gives us a brief understanding of what ABA is, which is quite nice. It's It still uses some of the ABA terms, but not it's not so jargony. It's sort of, she explains the topics really well, or the, the jargon really well within the context, so it helps you sort of, you know, fit it into real, de real life, which is 
perfect for people that aren't ABA professionals. Um, also, it goes into how you can help your child with um, learning difficulties or ASD by using ABA. So some of the sections that she covers is of analyzing behaviors, you know, reinforcement, punishment. And, you know, she says in her book, using punishment sparingly and mindfully, which is a really great way because we, we do need to talk about it, but we also need to be mindful and of, of its implications. And, you know, sparingly is probably better than too much punishment. Um, differential reinforcement. So talking about that, and these are terms that, again, she explains really, really well. Um, so it doesn't seem so scary to hear those words. Um, and then she goes on to a section called complex behaviors, um, which explains all our chaining, shaping, prompting. And I think it's quite nice to talk about them as complex behaviors because it's quite tricky to teach. But if you know the principles and you know how to use them, you know, you can be so much more um, effective in your teaching. Um, and also social skills. Um, is another section and coordinating with other professionals. So that's my favorite section because she talks oh. about, I think she calls it, it takes a village is the chapter. Yeah, um, yeah, it does. And it's so lovely that she's thinking also about that because I think a lot of behavior specialists or ABA people feel that they don't need other professionals. And I think it's very important that we do work together and we um, use each other's strengths to be able to bring out the best in our clients. Definitely. So I really, really, really like her chapter on that. And I think it's probably the most powerful chapter for me as a professional because I believe in working together and I really would like to collaborate more with other professionals. Um, so yeah, it's a great, great, great chapter. Um, and then I thought, like Carla did last time, we talk about whether we enjoyed the book um, and sort of yes or no and why. And maybe some examples of some of the stuff we liked the most. So absolutely, I love the book. Um, I find that the book explains topics well and it gives great examples. So she gives real life examples from her pra from her um, being a practitioner um, and how she applied the relevant strategy of that um, chapter with her clients at the end of each chapter. So it helps you relate the principles to real life situations that she's encountered. Um, and I think I love the fact that she uses examples because it helps us relate, you know, to her as a practitioner and also that she's been successful with these principles with different clients across various different stages of her career. Um, and then also, I think the best part of this book is that she gives free um, blank data sheets. And even if you don't use them, you know, it's a starting point to give you ideas about what you need to take. Um, and obviously, it's also geared at parents, so it's not really complicated data sheets, but also to teach people to get used to being able to track behaviors, which Carl and I are talking about loads. You know, it's really important that we not only um, use it to evidence effectiveness of programs and progression, but also where there isn't progress. What is the issue here? What do we need to do? Why isn't it working? Yeah. And um, I really, really like that. So even if you don't use it, it's a great place to start and a good, great place to start thinking about how you can use data to see patterns in behavior and to see progression and also lack of progression. Sorry, Carla, did you want to say something? Um, no, I was just thinking back where you mentioned she talks about punishment and I'm always interested in the punishment, not because I want to use it, but because of how people... 
um, see it. Mm. Whereas it's when when you talk about when you say the word punishment, people are like, "Oh my God, don't do that!" Mm-hmm. And then you go to schools, and kids are constantly punished. Mm. They're told off. They're you know sometimes humiliated, being like, "Okay, so you're doing this because of that." The whole class can't blah blah blah. Mm. And I'm I find it I I find it very interesting that she's actually addressing it, which. I think it's really important to address punishment. Absolutely. And when I saw the chapter, I was like, oh, you know, I can't believe she's going to put that in her book. You know, maybe you'd want to word it something different. But no, it's the term that is the term. And, you know, just a little bit of ABA stuff. Yeah. But Skinner likes to use terms as they are functionally written, not as they become associated. So people associate punishment as a really bad thing. Punishment is bad. It's a it's an awful thing. It's hitting people. It's whatever. But actually, if you look up the definition of punishment, it just means that behavior or whatever stops if an effective punishment is decreasing behavior. Um, so it's not necessarily what it's become associated with in society. It is, you know, putting putting a stop to or implementing an intervention that's going to stop an inappropriate behavior. So it isn't often a scary thing. And as Carla mentioned, you know, I visit and I spend time with people who have kids and they punish their kids all the time. And actually, yeah. if you visit ABA schools or people that are using ABA, we actually use it very sparingly unless we absolutely need to. Um, and also, you can listen to our myths and misconceptions of ABA um, at some of our podcasts, Chirping with ABA Owls, um, because we do go into a lot about punishment. So if you have any questions or any um, areas of questioning around that, please go listen to that because it'd be really helpful. Um so it also, I think she gives a lot of, she gives a glossary of all the terms, which is great. Oh, so nice. If That's you, really good. Exactly. If you're reading a chapter and you go, gosh, this is quite jargony, you can go to the glossary and check and go, oh, okay, it just means that. And also she gives some, um, uh, you know, to understand some ABA jargon and she gives additional resources like where to go look and how to find information and, you know, sources that she thinks are reliable and um, helpful, which I really, really like. I love that people reference other things to go like, oh, if you're confused about this, go in here and read this. Um, yeah, this so, one's really awesome. Exactly. And user friendly. Um, I think this book is really helpful. It's short. It's easy to use. It's easy to read. Um, the examples, again, how I've mentioned, they give you context. Um, and I would recommend this to parents and who and I have recommended it to parents and lent my book to various parents. Um, who are Even current... mainstream parents. Absolutely. Exactly. And, you know, because I think people need to see um, things not only also about us telling them, but for people who are other professionals who are giving the same advice and seeing the same results, I think um, helps people realize that it's not just it's not a selector few people that understand this is a, is a big community. And if we share and if we work together, we can be so much stronger helping people um, improve behavior. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it sounds really good. Like I want to recommend it to my friends who have children now because like they keep, I'm thinking specifically of someone that um, their baby is having trouble setting to a sleep pattern, but he's not even six months old yet. So it's, I think it's normal to not, you know, you're not even a year old. It's normal to still not have a proper sleep pattern. And, you know, she's hearing all these people with their beliefs and what they think should work. And I just feel like sharing this book because it's, you know what, you have, you have people who are going to tell you 
what they think it's best, but it's not based on any any studies or evidence, have this book that actually is based on science that can help you. Instead of you having to listen to people give their opinions, you can say, well, actually, according to this and this research, this, this and this has shown uh, results, so I'm going to use this. Yeah. You know, absolutely. instead of telling... Where can you get it? Um, so, yeah. So, I just want to say that the best part is, is that it's short, you know. So, you know, it's about 110 pages. So, go for it, guys. Um, where we can we get it? Good good prompt. Thanks, Carla. Um, so, you can buy um, online platforms. So, Apple Audiobooks for £5.99. £5.99. Nice. You can get the physical book from Amazon for £10.99. Or Abe Books. That's abebooks.co.uk for £11.63. Um, or there's the book depository for £10.99. It's currently on promotion. You can also get it on eBay for £12.46 and Blackwell for £10.99. So, yeah, you can so get it on a, a few platforms. Ways, yeah. Exactly. I think I bought mine on Amazon. Um, mm. I think so, because I remember I was doing a mad buying of books before I left the UK. I was like, if I'm not going to be able to get <laughs> books quickly online, I'm going to have to buy them quickly. So I bought yeah. it, um, and I'm so glad I did. And I'm sad I wasn't able to lend it to card before I left. But, you know, it's good to have your own books sometimes too, hey? I feel like they should have a bit more on online platforms, you know? Like, yeah. um, what was the book that I did last last month did have a bit more options online. Mm. I feel like it's a good investment, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Well, I really like the... I think it's really interesting. I've been wanting to know about that book for ages. I do need to order it and read it because it sounds amazing. And I, I want to recommend it to people and be like, don't let other people tell you how to do stuff with your children. Learn with science. You, It's it's easy. You can do it. <laughs> and also positivity. Like, it's in the title. Yeah. You know, it's mm. in... It's like... it's It's the positive way to doing things as opposed to punishing your kids let's try and do the positive stuff and yeah. you know model appropriate behaviors and do all the right things by building their confidence so yeah i, I love think... when when people are like oh yeah you know my children don't want to call me or they don't want to tell me stuff well probably because you punish them every time they went to you with a problem by reprimanding them or telling them what they should have done so yeah, you've yeah. punished it. And also, Why would they come to you? Be positive. Like, it's so much easier to see the positive sides of things than to always yeah. be moaning about why things don't work. So, yeah, yeah, I just think that's a better way to see the world. But that's just me. So, yeah. Well, that sounds like a great book. Thank you, Lauren. And thank you to everyone for listening. We hope you've enjoyed our new series of The Hood Chronicles. And we'll see you next month for the next book. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>